what it is. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to be talking about Halloween Kills. We're going to talk about Michael Myers, all the, the murder and mayhem, the town having just enough, just, just enough of all this slasher the badness, I don't know, you, you know what I'm trying to say, so sit down, grab a snack, grab a drink, and listen on in, on the first ones to die. You are now listening to the first ones to die. The first ones to die. Hello everyone, welcome to the first ones to die podcast. My name is Jonathan, I'm here with Alex today. Hello, Alex. How you doing? I am good. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, this movie that we're about to talk about got me in the in the mood for for the season that we're experiencing right now. So I'm as you I'm can see good. by the colors we're wearing, it is a nice fall season going on. Yes, we're both wearing the fall colors. You got that color scheme going on. I'm ready for pumpkins. Yes. Every time oh, I go in, I've been I ready to, since like September for pumpkins. I know September. They just they Halloween. The spooky season has been October and September, and well, a little bit of August this year. I feel like. In all fairness, like what's good in August and September other than my mom's birthday? Um, it's school season, so like you don't want to deal with school. You want to have some fun, and like school. Halloween's like great because it's not like you have to deal with like people. Really, you get to go just candy and spooky and my stuff on my wall doesn't look as weird (laughs) i i went to the mall today and just it was like a good solid three color tones that they were mainly putting up there just you know the browns the maroons the like beige those were the main three color tones. Right. Not only are these in seasons, but we're in season two. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize for that joke. All right. Where can we I th- find you at, Alex? What's your Instagram? <laughs> I'm let's, not let's, sure let's, let's we should. <laughs> not sure we, I should be giving that out anymore. Um, yes, but um, this season is... What's going on? Oh, nothing. Uh, I was just going to say... Um, yeah, egg, this, the season is nice. It's it's a season for eggnog. I almost bought some at the store today as well. The moment Halloween ends, I drink eggnog so much. Look, I'm lactose intolerant. It makes me very sick. Like I like it. I get I could get an ulcer, honestly. <laughs> uh, probably I probably do develop one. But it's so I don't know why it's not it's, great, but it's so good. It's amazing. I it's love eggnog. The, the the creaminess the. Eggnog is so good. And I wish it was available year round. I know, right? The moment I see it in store, I start buying it. And I don't feel well, but I love it. I'm a <laughs> glutton for eggnog punishment. Yes. Um, I think we should address that there's only two of us this there episode. Is a, I was about to say, yes. There's only two of us this episode. Um, Jerome, he is busy right now. He's making the dough. So he can't join us right now. But we're going we're gonna to power through. And um, hopefully we don't get chased by Michael Myers because we are talking Halloween kills today. Quite the transition. I know. Thank you. That was, that was so I smooth. It, it was like, uh, you know, I'm, that was the smoothest thing. Uh, <laughs> Halloween kills. Halloween kills. Right off the bat, I'm going to say so I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. I was so pissed when they announced it because I'm like, no, the Halloween they had just made back in 2018 was so good. I loved it. I so loved it. And then they're like, oh, Halloween kills. It keeps going. I'm like, no. But then I ended up loving this one really well. (laughs) So I was like, all right. And it takes place pretty much right where we leave off in the 2018 version. So basically, if you don't know, Halloween Kills, it is the sequel to the 2018 Halloween and the 12th, I did not realize this, 12th installment of the Halloween franchise. Yes and no, because it it ignores like five of the other films. (laughs) So it does like, because technically in one of those films, 
Jamie Lee Curtis dies in there in the one where they do uh, that weird reality show one, like back in 2010 or 2008 mm. uh, with, oh, who was that? He was a rapper turned actor. Anyway, so technically she did die in one, but so it kind of ignores it because she also had a son in one of those. And then there was a daughter she had that died too. And then there's a whole bunch of other stuff. So we just ignore that. Yeah. We're basically, as of this Halloween, we're basically pretty much just calling back directly to the one from three years ago. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Which, well, you were correct. It did pick up kind of from where... I also liked the Halloween from 2018 a little more than the other ones because it really showed realistic trauma reactions Mm. because Laurie Strode, you know, she she doesn't continue with a normal life. She goes into this ultra, like, hyper alert state where she, you know, has this whole house, this whole compound ready to defend and to capture. And, like, the it was amazing the thought she put, the movie, the kitchen island moved mm-hmm. to reveal an underground area where she had all these equipment. And, you know, you eventually learn that it's not as a safe room but it's actually a way to capture Michael Myers. And where we lead off in the Halloween 2018 was that Michael Myers was trapped in that basement with steel bars. That was burning. It was burning and it was so close. And then the firefighters came, which mm-hmm. so much respect for firefighters, those first responders, always good men and women. Uh, and with this movie, that's where we start off is in that moment and you know again i was genuinely surprised at how much i liked that opening scene it did it really well and it kind of it i thought it was just going to be kind of a loose like oh this is how he got out like a firefighter let him out and then we just see him walk off but like the scene becomes so much more and so Mm -hmm. i i did appreciate that i agree um, so basically we've, we've pretty much already talked about our like thought first impressions, thoughts of the movie. Um, so basically if you don't, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we talk in depth about spoilers. So we're getting into spoiler territory now. Um, and you mentioned like the first kind of setup, how we ended the first movie and how we're going into this movie now, it's, I I did like how this movie started in that we basically have, um, I don't know if this was the very beginning, but we have Lori in the back of the ambulance and she sees the, um, the firefighters going to the house and she's screaming, no, let him burn, let him burn. First of all, Jamie Lee Curtis is acting in that moment, I believed her. Now I felt I it. loved her. Yeah, I felt it. Jamie Lee Curtis is just um, an amazing actress in general. And she's always played this role really well. But there was something about this movie that, um, again, with the spoilers now activated, she sees that it wasn't about her. And at the end of this film, it goes into this whole new, almost a new role for her. It wasn't that she's like Michael Myers' sister, that she's being hunted or anything like that. It was a whole new thing because that's what she had experienced, you know, running from him. She thought she was being hunted and that's why she had to create that protection, that barrier, that compound. But really, it was something that had nothing to do with her and just the world she had created had now shifted, which I thought was really cool on how they did that because a lot of this movie was almost like storytelling which actually that was a mistake i made at the beginning i had mentioned earlier uh before the podcast that i made a mistake which actually made the movie a little more spookier for me uh i was trying to put on subtitles because sometimes i don't hear everything little subtitles help me that's Um, because the subtitles for whatever reason automatically came on for me and I had to turn them off because I didn't. I didn't want to watch it with subtitles. I don't know. I love subtitles. I think they're the best thing ever. 
get over it. Subtitles are right. <laughs> um, but I accidentally put on. Um, it is a, a I don't what I don't know what it's called, but it's a guide to help people who are visually impaired. Oh, the audio description. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. The audio description uh, for those who are visually impaired. So when it explains, th- like she is running through the forest right now. Yeah, but the person's voice was so dramatic and so fit with the storytelling. Oh, like Karen goes into another room and you see her crying through the window. The silence in the house happens as the old couple walks through. And I'm like, this is good. And I thought for a second, that's how they were made this movie now. It's because I know they were trying to turn it into like something more. I was like, oh man, they're just changing it into a whole story. And it got spooky for me. And then I was like, wait a minute, where are the subtitles? And my mom's like, I thought you did that on purpose. And I'm like, I did not. I just... <laughs> do stupid stuff sometimes but i swear it did make her make the movie a little spookier at the beginning and i like that mistake i love and that i did feel that was kind of a vibe to this movie too was that this was like the not the official but this was a build into like uh we have spoken previously about this about michael myers becoming like an immortal monster nothing can kill him but Mm -hmm. through the movie it shows it's more of the story and the madness the townspeople have created about him that he's not, he's still a human person, but the, the madness that is created within them, that becomes a story. You know, he's the boogeyman. He's the legend. Don't go to that house. Right. Did you, um, when you first started watching or before you even started watching, did you have a suspicion yeah, of course he's going to live. Like, this is the Halloween series. It's Michael Myers. Of course he's going to live at the end of the movie. Jumping to the very end of the movie, he lives. Did you t- suspect that at all? Because I I, I definitely was like, yeah, of course he's going to live because it's Michael Myers, Halloween. Yes, only because everybody had blunt objects. <laughs> like, there was a gun or two, and a couple people had sharp objects. But most of the people or the, you know, townspeople were carrying blunt objects, bats, pipes, things like that. And I'm like, well, this man has survived bullet wounds. You think suddenly a bat's going to take him down? He got hit in the face with like, right. So that like bothered me. And also, I also said this, my mom watched the movie with me. Um, This is a small town in America with a higher white population. You're all going to look at me and tell me not one person has got like an assault rifle. There's not that creepy old man who has that case full of like heavy artillery shotguns or something like that. You guys have to use bats to go chase down a killer in the street. Mm. Also, it's also my, I'm just flabbergasted that whenever in movies they think they've defeated the bad guy, they just walk away. They just turn around, walk away, stab him once, shoot him once, whatever. They don't make sure, they don't like slice him into a million pieces. They don't shoot him in the head 1800 times. I think what we're doing is actually going from the ending to the beginning because (laughs) that's exactly what I said when um, Allison and her boyfriend entered the Myers house. Uh, She went to go check on that couple. She puts down the gun and I was like, never drop your weapon. And then the boy goes off and I'm like, never separate. What do you like? Those are two basic main rules. So I was like, well, big thing is always never put down your weapon ever. And a lot of times I saw them dropping their arms or like letting go of the weapon or putting it to. So I was like, why? You're like, somebody's literally trying to murder you guys. More defense. I did really like how they brought that old cast back. Like I said, I feel like the Halloween in 2018 made the trauma more realistic. Like this is definitely something somebody who would have survived something would have gone through, you know, made everything so much intensely secure, a a battle plan. But it also showed the other side of people who were affected, but weren't like in heavily, heavily affected it. Like um, Tommy Doyle, the little boy in the original Mm -hmm. Halloween movies that Lori was babysitting and he's like, well, I'm going to protect Dina because you protected me. But he has no control. Not like her. She was ready. She was prepared. She had a game. He was running purely on adrenaline and fear and anger. That's all he had. 
and like pure solid emotion which shows another like real trauma response which you can you know not think logically in moments of high intensity or crisis you're really almost blinded by your own desires Mm -hmm. but i thought it was also just amazing that they had the cast come back like that and like be together and it didn't seem you know sometimes when there's reboots or remakes or or a, a sequel that's that takes place like years and decades later sometimes the cast because maybe they were child because a lot of these people were ch- child actors in the first one and now they're grown and maybe like um uh they don't like act as much anymore or they've stopped they've stopped yeah. acting like i know um kyle richards who plays um who played what is her name oh Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay. yes um she's a real housewife and i didn't i i really yes yeah she's she's uh a real housewife of beverly hills um and i didn't realize that she was like an actress um but she did a great job i thought she did a great job in the movie no she was they uh, they were all great um i wish those kids would have died those annoying ones that was one of my notes all of the kids in this movie were horrible like they were so annoying right that like yeah no they were terrible little kids and i was like well he killed like a good kid in the first one you take those brats out right why not um well he take he did take one of those out Apparently that's not a nice thing to say, but I still stand by it. Um, because those are the kids that should have gone. And also, if you just thought there's a strange man following you and coming in and out of what, why, why are you on the swings? Yeah, are why you talking about the kids on the swings? Yeah. yeah. They were like, oh, like a pervert's playing peekaboo with us. What in your mind? What like there is no basic instinct in you that tells you danger there is a man following us or anything you just go play with the swings and then let your friend go off alone right there was no basic instincts for those characters and i think that's what frustrated me about some of them i was like run (laughs) just all you got to do is run nobody ran Mm -mm. what did you think about the fact that this movie was a continuation of the 2018 one. So we're basically still play t- still takes place in 2018. I said that at the beginning and it's just one continuation of the last movie. Do you think the next one will be the same night? Do you think it'll flash forward at all? That's what I was thinking about. Well, after I was like looking stuff up, I'm like, Oh, there's going to be another one. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I'm happy they killed off Karen. Are you? And that was going to be another question. Do you think so she's? It, it, do you think she's actually dead? Because they they find a way to bring back people to life. I mean, you just That's mentioned. <laughs> that is very true. Um, but I think she's I, actually dead. I just found her annoying, especially in the hospital. Like she she was very well prepared, you know, with the fight at the end of Halloween. But it, like there was no. I felt no sympathy towards her too much in the film because one, your daughter just left to go fight. I would go after her mm-hmm. and I would go fight. And then also the way she keeps trying to be like, Oh mom, just sit down. You know, it's all like your daughter's out there with a killer. Like your mom is like still having these reactions. Like maybe you should do something more than just be like, Oh, let the cops handle it. And Laurie was right. The system had failed them mm-hmm. continuously. So how could, why would she be like, oh, just trust the system, trust the, like she was out in that hall where all they were all chanting, by the way, that whole chanting of the evil dies tonight did scare me more than sometimes Michael Myers because that whole mob mentality thing is, is a generally a, actually a terrifying thought process. That they went and killed an innocent man. Um, so and that 
you're talking about the man in in the hospital who mm-hmm. just was, the who was out of jail yeah that when he when he jumped off the building like that first of all i didn't think they would actually have him like jump off the building but once he was actually like outside the building i'm like oh yeah yeah he's gonna jump and then like the gruesomeness of the body on the ground like oh that was that was a gruesome death this movie overall was i feel like more gruesome it Um, showed more than the last one did definitely mm -hmm. um well i got annoyed with her when she said like oh trust the system this is a good part of that mob was the was the cops from their town Mm-hmm. And the, like there was there was people from the county who were like, hey, like, let us figure out a plan. Let us do something. You can't get civilians involved. That's fair. That's something I could have gotten behind. But they were so dismissive of like Lori and all that, which that was bad. But then you can't be like, trust the system when the cops are in the mob saying evil's going to die tonight. When the doctors were too, they were chanting it. When he like punched Lori. Who had just had surgery. Yeah. So, like, that kept pissing me off because she's like, you saw an innocent man die because of the town people. And you're still really being like, let other people handle it. That, it's not a good idea. But so I'm kind of happy she's gone because I feel like that was an obstacle that would have continued in the next film for mm-hmm. Lori and even Allison. Um, I could see where she was coming from with wanting to protect her mom, especially with the fact that she was injured and she needed to recover in the hospital. And in her mind, she was probably thinking, okay, yeah, but like, what are you going to do? I know you want to save him just for the sake of yourself, but like, what are you going to do? I think instead she should have said the people, the community is going to take care of it not just the people in charge are going to take care of it because obviously this is how Michael Myers got here in the first place because the people in charge didn't do their job right enough. Which is, yeah, because they knew of his, they knew of his, um, how dangerous he was. Also, like, there was also with the mob mentality, the way they locked everybody in a hospital too. (laughs) Yeah. Was not the greatest idea. I don't know if that was like, I understand that probably was a plot to the movie, but the way everybody was congregating at the hospital, mm-hmm. I found a little weird. Like you're, you're about to go on like a manhunt. Why are you congregating at the hospital? Right. Like, I feel like it should have been, it just felt weird, but I guess now that I'm thinking about it, they were trying to go for Lori Strode, wherever she was. They thought Michael would go to, but then they explained that um, Michael's just actually just trying to go home. Which, in the other films, yeah, that's always where he was headed. Even in, like, those weird remakes, he was at home. He never actually went after her. Mm. He just wants to chill out. But uh, Going back to, because we kind of, um, like, went on a tangent there. But it was a good tangent. Um, what do you think about the, the movie taking place on the same night? I think that was smart of them to do because I think that is where they lost a lot of the steam for the other sequels was that it kept jumping years and then you would have to go back and explain. Um, However, my mom did make a comment about how there was a lot of reminiscing. And for a second, I didn't, I was like, oh no, yeah. But then I like, there was a certain point they're like, oh, I remember the night this happened. I remember, I was like, okay. Yeah, there were a lot of flashbacks. There was. Well, there were flashbacks for this movie, and then there were actual flashbacks from the original as well. Right. And then there was just a lot of scenes where they're like, oh, I remember that night having uh, with the sheriff where he's like, where I told my daughter this, and then I had to come find her, you know, with her eyes plucked out or something like that. I was like, well, we know that. Who are you telling? Why are you? Like, after a while, I was like, yeah, no, I agree. Like, there's a lot of reminiscing going on when, like, it felt like a weird mix. Like, I really did enjoy the movie. I really loved it. 
I thought it was well played out. Every all the actors and actresses did a great job. Again, especially Jamie Lee Curtis, and I think um, her name is Andy Matt Maddie Clark, Maddie the Clark? granddaughter. Yeah, uh, I like her a lot too. I feel mm-hmm. like they're gonna eventually develop. Yeah, she has a very strong will. Um, but I think she has her, the mother's mentality more than the grandmother's. But I get again, uh, the mother, the grandmother came from a trauma response. Whereas she had such a normal life mm-hmm. that she didn't need to develop the hyper alertness from a young age. But what? Wait. Okay. What? So I I clicked on the actress who plays the granddaughter, mm-hmm. and the first the credit at the top of IMDb says Halloween ends twenty twenty two. The saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax in this final installment of the franchise. Well, that's a little they didn't need to do that, but now we know. All right. <laughs> Halloween ends. So it officially it's ends. in the title, Halloween ends. So is he going to be defeated in the final one? Probably. Right? I don't know. I don't trust them. I know. If, if, I, even no. if they do end it, even if they do end it next year, they're gonna bring it back like ten years later. No, because like I literally just did an Instagram where I was like, where I saw Jason, the final straw or the final force. It was like mm-hmm. the fourth movie, and I'm like, do you think the creators, when they were deciding the title, really thought this is gonna be it? They didn't know about like Jason X, Jason in space, Jason in the hood. Because there's a scene where he's like in Brooklyn and he takes off his mask. I was like, they didn't know about any of that. They didn't know about mm. that horrible movie, Jason versus Freddy, which was weird. Everybody that was the that. one that Kelly Rowland was in, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody in that film was a terrible actor. There was not a good one. There was nobody played their part well. That movie was just awful. It was the opposite of this Halloween movie. <laughs> You wanted everybody to die. Everybody was terrible. There's, yeah. But, so now we have the answer. It is going to end. Yeah. End. Quotes. End. I don't trust them anymore. This was technically ended. Right. So they must have, they must have filmed the movies back to back or very close to each other. If this one's getting released next year. Because 2018, that was three years ago. I can't believe, also, I can't believe 2018 was three years ago that this movie got released. It feels like it got released, like, last year or the year before. But, um... Like, 2019 and 2020 don't exist. Right. (laughs) They just don't. They're one. They're one in the same. Um, but, no, yeah. Well, that's... Well, now I feel like... I don't know. I'm like speculating now. You're taking me out of Halloween. No, um, <laughs> focusing back on Halloween Kills. No, I feel like she was really great in mm, this one good. too. She was much of a fight, and she had a very good. She had the intensity of Lori, and that's kind of why I'm like, it may or may not end because they might just make her the new Lori. Yeah. So, oh, so do you think in the? Sorry, speculating again again about yeah. Halloween ends. So do you think Lori might die in the next one? And then the granddaughter is going to take over for anyone that they might have in the future? Maybe. All I know is that they need, if they're going to kill off Lori Strode in the last film, they need to give her the best death. If they mm-hmm. just end it with her just getting stabbed or dying in some like crappy, I will be pissed. I will be so angry because they do that they ruin endings like they like <laughs> like they did with uh like the show dexter i like that show and the way they ended that show was awful and now they're bringing it back why i don't know they know you know what they know why because they screwed up and right. everybody well i was going to say they screwed up everybody left pissed and they can they can make more money it's it's it is about money um what did you think about that because jerome had brought this up bringing jerome into conversation a little bit he brought up that he didn't like the idea that michael myers was not human almost like he was uh, an immortal being or um, a creature what did you think about this that kind of made him 
a little bit of both because he was human and you're right they could have killed him they could have just cut off his head nobody right i said why is nobody just cutting off his head right i think i think that's the only explanation that's the only reasonable explanation that he is some sort of mortal immortal human non-human something and Lori kind of alluded to that at the end of this movie where she said you can't just kill him with blunt force you have to kill him um what did she say you have to kill him some other way um but alluding to the fact that you can't kill him with like the stuff that normal humans would die from the other thing that like is a theory but i haven't seen all the halloween so i don't know it might be something within his suit and mask that's preventing him from getting killed but i could believe that with the other ones but this one they show him getting like just a mechanics jumpsuit from oh, yeah. the original halloween 2018 um but see, like when they were kind of making that like immortality or like monster reference, mm-hmm. when Jerome had talked about it, when I started hearing the monologue, I kind of made the assumption like, oh, she's talking not an actual like monster monster, but like the monsters we create. Like that story you always have, you know, growing up, that thing that hides in the shadow, the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. You know, the story you create becomes immortal and it becomes a legend, you know, and everything. And again, like with the Myers house, you don't go in there. Any like the the couple did, they're like, you don't enter the house unless invited. Because mm-hmm. then he'll come for you. And he technically did kill the boy who entered the house, not the two other kids. So and that story lives. So yeah. apparently they weren't invited. I love how they redecorated that house. Just really <laughs> quick. Because like that, I like... I, it didn't mean to take me out of the movie. It was not supposed to. <laughs> like I'm getting but, some inspo. <laughs> but like the green they use on their wall and it's even like my mug. This is a dark green, but it almost looks black. They had this on their walls and I loved it. It, it. It's not something that takes you out of the movie, but it took me out of the movie just because I absolutely love the decorations. The house was beautiful. Like I didn't know that. I get now. why they, I was wondering why they had put the couple in there and then they're like, oh, this is Michael Myers' old house. I was like, wow. The reconstruct. <laughs> Speaking of couples, I felt bad for the old couple right? when they were just minding their business, playing with the drone. <laughs> but it was also kind of their fault. You see a bloody handprint, you don't go upstairs <laughs> with a cheese knife, if anything. And a lot of these times, um, well, now we're gonna jump back to the beginning of the film, right? Stupid tropes. That sweet older couple at the way beginning. Mm-hmm. I will just say this. It was the white guy who walked in front and said, hey, he did the hello thing. He did the hey. And then at least the the black older woman had the smarts to grab a wine bottle, some defense. But then they both got stupid at the end when Michael Myers was seen. Run. Just run. run. Yeah, that's I was I was screaming to myself at the TV. Run. Just run. Right, and Don't she wa- to fight him off. Yeah, and then she kind of stood there. She like I can understand if like you're trying to help or you want to help or you're doing so. She just stood there watching. I guess that is a response. That's right. That's fair. Okay. And then she not- was forced to watch him torture her husband's body when she was like bleeding out as well and sitting there. That's what I thought was actually really interesting because I think that's where I started to think about the shift from being human to monster almost, Mm. because that almost seemed like now Michael was enjoying it. Yeah. He He was doing a lot of torturing in this one. Yeah. Like before it was like he killed, maybe he set up a display or something that was like prompted to kind of signal the same event of the same night, kind of reliving it over and over. But this was definitely a break from just like I'm murdering for the obstacles in my way or I'm murdering to show like I'm almost reenacting the same night. This was definitely something he took him from a different room, brought him back and was just putting various knives in his back. And I think that was a good shift in show where he's no longer the Michael Myers we knew. He's not just a murdering fiend. That's like something a, a real monster would do is just take pleasure in just the violence of it. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I yeah, I got the idea, and then when they get to the hospital and that whole, they have that moment of breathe where, like, he's dead, he's dead. We got him, it's all good. And then the chaos that's happening outside. I also thought that was kind of a nice little split before bringing it together. I thought they did that really well. They didn't until the cops showed up again. Yeah. Yeah. I also crazy. liked that whole interaction of everybody when they were at the bar. It set it up well. Um, what they were there for. It, it was a good way of bringing like the survivors of Michael Myers together and they referenced it. We knew why they were there. And then they find out that he's on the loose again and they have to relive their nightmares all over again. And I, I thought the I black couple was going to make it longer. <laughs> I was sad that they, they died. I thought they were going to make it I, a little longer. I was surprised they didn't die first. The the, the tropes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one, they were also kind of dislikable. So I thought that was setting them up too. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, kind of annoying. You know, I was like, maybe that's a setup. And then... The 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 woman... The I think it was woman, Mallory? Mallory. No, no. Mallory or Lindsay died first. By the way, I was so annoyed when they were in that car. She was shooting at the windows. Marion, her name was Marion. And like she made she made a giant she shattered the window sh- uh the window in the mm-hmm. passenger side and then she locks the doors. <laughs> and I remember saying, "What was the point of that?" And also, the doors weren't locked previously? You were, like, manhunting a killer, but nobody thinks to just lock the doors? <laughs> like, there was a lot of steps I felt like they were missing for going on a manhunt. Yeah. Uh, well, to be to be fair to them, it was a last-minute mission. They they had to do this impromptu type I stuff. I bet nobody was wearing seatbelts either. Probably not. Yeah, that's dangerous, too. <laughs> Because you can fly right into those airbags. And that's, you know, just a PSA for everybody. You know, wear, exactly. wear your seatbelt. And they're driving in the dark, too. So Absolutely. You never, especially with something that literally pops out of nowhere, you can right. hit them. And that's like hitting a tree. That's I know. very bad damage. So wear You're going to be hurt more than he will be. Yeah. So wear your seatbelt in case, you know, you come across an immortal serial killer that will exactly. damage your car. Um <laughs> But that whole scene kind of made me angry because I was like, like nobody had any survival skills in that moment. None. And she locked everybody in the car, even though all the windows were now shot open. <laughs> and <laughs> the way uh, the the black actress, I did like how she came shooting back. She got out of the car. She came back. And she shot really well. And then I that move Michael Myers did where he hit the car door and it bounced on her. She shot and she shot her head off. I was so impressed. That was, I don't know if that was scripted. I don't know if that was just off the cuff moment or they're like, let's do this now. But that just that few seconds was so well executed and I loved it. I was so impressed. It was a, it was a series of events where... He, Michael Myers just said no mercy he killed everybody in that car but like he like murdered her he like murdered viciously murdered everybody else then he just does this cool like kick move he was like you know what I'm kind of tired so like this one's gonna just end quick and he does it and like I'm always impressed by the actors that play Michael Myers because their their skill level their movements are so like it's somehow still it's stiff but it's quick and uh-huh. it's like it's it. I'm in awe of it that they can do that because yeah. that's and I'm, one of the things that makes him scary is the fact that he just walks everywhere. He just walks. He doesn't have to run. He doesn't have to ambush people. He doesn't have to hide out of the. I mean, sometimes he pops in out of nowhere, but yeah. for most of the most of the time, you see him coming from from a mile away, and he's just walking, but he'll still get you. Uh, that's why I always said I wouldn't want to be a hero because heroes are his running places and I can't do that. I learned I have like a bad back now, officially. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I can't run. It hurts to speed walk down my lower back. Um, 
No, and the, I don't. I'm not entirely sure who played uh, Michael Myers because when we looked at the IMD, it's there's no official Michael Myers. It's called as the shape, and when you click on it, which I'm still a little confused by, but I guess it's the people who was who mainly appeared as the figure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know which one played that car scene, but that scene impressed me the most. So whoever played that one was just major props to because that whole car scene was very bad. And he, that one was also one of the most active killings, I guess you could say. And again, I think it was a nice, almost not intro, but it definitely was different than his normal killings. His normal killings were very calculated and just like done this. He like got on the roof of a car and was almost like playing with them. And I think again, that was the monster mentality. He was right. playing with them instead of just like killing them off. He was having fun. Right, right. I think it's like what they said at the end. It's the six-year-old because he stopped mentally at six. And he's now in this like body. Um, and that was almost like the six-year-old coming out. He he was playing with them. Mm-hmm. And he was having fun. And that made it extra creepy to me because it wasn't like the Michael Myers. I remember watching as a kid, even in the old in the old movies that we don't talk about anymore, that they're not connected to. Um his movements again were always calculated. He waited. He didn't kill. If you were hiding enough, he didn't come back for you. He just kept walking. But right. this one, he was definitely toying with people, letting them get close enough, and then just ripping them apart. And there was a scene when they were all ganging up on him where he cut somebody's Achilles heel, and it hurts me so much when people do that in movies. Oh yeah. Oh, I, there were so many moments in this movie where I was just like, oh, where I cringed. I was like, oh, I like had a visceral reaction. Uh, the eyeballs popping at him when he would like gouge people's eyes out. I that was that was. Oh, I just oh. That didn't bother me, which is weird because usually anything with eyes, like I freak out. Um, and same with like f- fingers and nails. I can't, no matter how much I love horror films or anything like that, spooky stuff, I cannot watch it when it, like they're going for nails and stuff. It freaks me out. Um, the, f- one of the, the final battle scene when he like also gets the guy through the arm, I like um. grabbed my own arm. I'm like, Oh no, I felt it. I felt like <laughs> that pain, those muscles. So, um, there was also a point where. <laughs> I guess I was so on edge. It was a quiet scene. And then in the next scene, like the door opens or the door slams. And I'm like, oh, and I could just imagine myself if I was actually watching in a movie theater, like with you and other people. I would be laughing so much after that happened because like y'all would just be staring at me like, geez, jumpy much. It was kind of like the nun where I screamed. Because the women behind me scared me. <laughs> so, because I really got into it. So, you would have probably scared me too. That helps. I, I probably would have screamed. So, it would have taken the focus off of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, re- I just remember when we watched that. And when we were watching that, it was either we were watching that or it. And you were like. It was it. It was it. It was it. And you were like. And I died. I died laughing after you said this. It's like. The people behind me are scaring me more than the movie is. They were, because they kept, like, jolting my chair, too. And then, no, it was Tevin who scared me with the nun. Uh, that was Tevin with the nun, yes. Because I, you did say hello to Tevin, but I didn't hear it. And just, he had been leaning forward, and I looked over, and there's a face between you and me all of a sudden. Because I was going to say something to you, and it's Tevin there, and he's like, hey. And I'm like, oh, why? We have literally just been watching a movie about this like face coming out of stuff or the darkness mm-hmm. that's not okay um but going back to what we're trying to review <laughs> other than just us being scared movies i i agree they they let the suspenseful spot the suspenseful scenes um like stay long enough that you did feel it and you know they did they i feel like they just did this movie really well some of the characters and actors kind of got on my nerves like uh, with karen and and tommy too but like yeah the kids but like the the actual setting of the movie was really good the way they did that monologue at the end where they're just talking about him like it's not gonna end 
because it's still a story going on. I like that they almost presented this as a story where they were like, you found more and more like, look at the madness of the town. And it was all still Lori from her hospital room, almost narrating things. And I think that kind of, again, I say go back to the monster part, not only where he's doing now things for fun, but now it's, becoming this whole myth because now the kids didn't remember who Michael's Myers were. They're like, oh, don't you know who he is? And they're like, no, we don't know what you're talking about. So his story and his legend was dying. But now it's almost been reborn because those kids are definitely going to be like, well, now my friend's dead. All his teenagers and that young of an age. So I did really enjoy that end monologue there that fits so well. And also the way he breathed at the end. Did you notice that? He took a deep breath in. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, or maybe I did and I just didn't clock at, in. At the end of the movie, he stands at his window and goes, and it's almost just like, I don't know. I can't tell what that means. And that also trips me out because it's like. Oh, you're, that's that was like the very last shot. Yeah, the right? single shot at the end. Yeah. It's super unknown because it's like he relaxed for a second because he's finally home. Mm-hmm. But also, what does that mean when Michael Myers is relaxed? Right. So, so that might be like foreshadowing to the next movie. That might be either either in the next one, he's just going to... We're going to find, find him in himself. Maui. Right. He's just going to find himself at peace and he's going to leave everybody alone and promise to never kill anybody again. Or he's going to die. I, I don't see any in between. I just feel like there's lots of ways to kill him. And they've just... They've not tried any of them. Terrible at it. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, there's so, just been like multiple spots where I was like, there are easier solutions to what you're doing. But I understand from the normal aspect of it, your high emotion causes you to not think as logically. And again, it was that mob mentality. So they just kept saying, kill the evil, but like nobody really came up with a plan to kill the evil other than I'm going to hit him with a bat, Mm -hmm. which he got hit in the face with a bag of bricks. That one Lindsay did it. She whacked him like three times in the face with the bag of bricks. And like, I'm like, Definitely a wooden baseball is not going to hurt this guy. Right. <laughs> he's gotten no. stabbed. He's gotten burned alive. He's had many gunshots shot at him. A brick is not going to do anything. Baseball bat and a pipe are the worst weapon. I mean, it's America. We have explosives here. That's not that's not an encouragement or anything. I don't mean it like that. And I understand that's not the point of the story. And they can't do that because that would quickly end it. End it so, but I, I'm just saying at the same time, the options. When are will when will he? When will they know if he's dead for sure? If he's defeated for sure? When his body is like ripped into a million pieces? Is that the only I, way? Because even if even if like. I don't know, they cut off his head, even if they stab him, like, there's a chance you could sew that head back on or something, there's a chance. If he sews that head back on, that's a whole nother issue that, like, I think (laughs) they have to really that's like, then we jump into zombie. I think, well, Lori is the only one who's ever seen his face. Actually, so... And, and, um... Karen, but she's dead. Karen, yeah, she's dead now. And that whole mob saw his face for real, too. But they're Mm -hmm. all dead. So Wait, wasn't the wasn't the daughter wasn't the granddaughter there when um when Karen ripped his mask off? Or no? Oh yeah, no, she was uh like in the hallway. Cause she was like injured and she was just Yeah. Like... Yeah, no, you're right. And she was still in the house when the so mask got ripped off. It's like a family off. thing, like the family has seen his face. Yeah, so it's the um, grandmother and now the daughter. They are the only ones that can claim Michael's death because they're the only ones that know what he looks like. That's why in the hospital when the mob was like, oh, that's him. And Lori was like yelling, you've never seen him. You have no idea what he looks like. Like, so I guess it's only they can confirm it, which kind of makes sense what she was saying. It ends with her. Well, I guess now Mm -hmm. 
possibly Allison, it ends with them because they're the only ones that can confirm the death. Right. Everybody else is just like can speculate, but only they can probably confirm the death. But as for the cutting it off the head and if you can sew it back on, <laughs> that would be a whole nother movie. That anyway, I think yeah. Would, yeah. And they'd probably make a whole nother franchise out of it. That would be like the. I feel like that would end up going into that Jason route, you know, suddenly Michael Myers in the hood. It's Michael Myers in the hood. Coming 2023. Oh. He liked that idea, Michael Myers in the hood. <laughs> he parked up. Yeah, he's like, hey, that'd be a movie I'd watch. I mean, I love terrible horror films, so maybe that's his thing too. Although, I haven't really watched a lot of. T- uh, on TikTok, people have recommended them to me. And some of them are just bad. But not like this. This was a great movie. See, I brought it back. So there we go. Um, Wrapping it up, Alex, um, what is your grade for this movie? Final thoughts. Um, I would actually give this movie an A. Because I think they showed the trauma response really well. More realistic than the other films. Um, She, Lori may have been able to be hyper vigilant and be all his planning, but still, you know, things don't go according to plan. And when she was like dying, she still wanted to fight, which is another thing that occurs. You don't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. And I think it showed it showed more realness in than other horror films did. And I think I appreciated that the most. And that's what made me get in that mob mentality of how quickly people will turn those who are meant to do good. Like the doctors, they turn the nurses turn too. went after a poor innocent man who was just mentally ill. Um, and you know, that whole, the town finally wants to get revenge and the way they were making him, this is now a story, a myth, the legend, you know, I always kind of like those where it's like, yeah, they're dead, but you know, this story is permanent. That fear is permanent. The thought that you're one day going to see him again, even though it's gone again, is another thing one can experience from like trauma. And it's just, it feels more real. Mm-hmm. It, I understand the, the immortalness that they are trying to give him is very unreal, but the townspeople's reaction was very real. And I, that's what I loved about this movie. It made it feel like this was something that almost could happen. And they let the suspense ride. And that couple's house with the beautiful green walls I loved. And I I just really got into it. And it was just, it was an enjoyable movie. So I definitely give it an A. And of course, I just love Jamie Lee Curtis. She Mm -hmm. is absolutely amazing. I've never seen her in a bad film. I love her. She's she's good. Uh, One of, or the screen queen. She's one Mm -hmm. of these, she's one of the, the uh, great screen scream I, queens. I can't think of another actress that I've seen in more horror films than her, or ones that I've I know loved she's been in a lot. Yeah. Right, what about well, you? her mom? Her mom. Sorry. Side note. Um, her mom is, of course, Janet Leigh, who is um, in Psycho, and she actually dressed up because the Halloween premiere was a costume party. Um, and I had actually seen it like. I think it had come through my email or something. They said, um, people are wanted for the audience of the Halloween Kills premiere, costumes required, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw like pictures and videos from the premiere and it was a costume party. And she dressed up as Marion Crane from Psycho to honor her mom. I think I that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. I thought, I no, thought I that love that. Really cool. So Jamie Lee Curtis is awesome. Um, but I would probably give this an A minus. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. Um, but probably the A minus was because, um, and I don't think I mentioned this in this, in the review, but I probably would have liked just a tad, a hair bit more of the storyline advancement. Maybe like even we got a whole bunch of new characters, but they were either- yeah, they, they all died <laughs> or they were from one of the previous movies. So maybe like I would have liked if maybe they had brought someone in who was and I usually don't like movies and TV shows just bringing in random characters just for the sake of it. But like one character who like 
I don't know, had a connection to Michael or, and they kind of did that with the flashbacks to the, um, yeah. the 1978 or, or whenever it was. Um, but those didn't really matter in, in like the grand scheme of things because it, it all came back to, um, what's his name? The guy who was leading the, um, what was his name? Tommy. Tommy. Uh, so just, yeah, maybe just a little bit more of the storyline advancement, but on the same note, I like that it took place on the same night as the 2018 one, because in the 2018 one, in the 2018 one, that took, that didn't just take place on Halloween and, you know, we got that backstory and everything, but in this one, we got a lot more, I feel like of the action it was like action from start to finish. And I really appreciated that. I like action and when I'm following like an adventure or whatever, or you're trying to find somebody or whatever, which is what they were trying to do for the whole movie is, 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 um, is find Michael Myers. So I appreciated that, but uh, overall I enjoyed it. I had a great time. I jumped a few times. Yeah. I get what you're actually saying uh, now that you mentioned that you wanted more advancement. Um, no, I definitely agree with that because they 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 still ended the movie the same way they have ended all the Halloween movies where it's him surviving and you don't know if this is a human man, if that, if like the evil is actually now just manifested. Um, they made more of an advancement when they were talking about him becoming more of a myth and I think that's a, definitely a setup for mm-hmm. the next movie but i agree it did just end the same way all the movies end you think he's dead he's not dead and once again it's him standing there making eye contact with you so right. I, I i definitely agree with you that um that the advancement kind of fell flat there was no progress with any of the characters they all there was no advancement with them they were all still very much the same in the end so, yeah, I could see what you mean that you would want a little more of that. Yeah, just a, just a little more. But overall, I thought it was good. It was it was very fun and very entertaining and very good. Yeah, no, I loved it. I might watch go watch the original one tonight. I think uh, it's good. Yeah, hey, there you go. Spooky season. Spooky Full season. Effect. All right. I'm going to go get a pumpkin now. There you go. I was tempted to, I was at the grocery store today and I was tempted to buy one of the ones that like are outside. I want to try, I like, I think I've carved a pumpkin like once in my life. I want to try it again. Same, same. I, I remember carving a pumpkin exactly one time when I was a kid, but no more than that. Yeah, I, I think Maybe I want to try it, but at the time, I think also kind of, it's like, I hear it's messy. I don't like it is. Messy. It gets very messy, but you can take the like pumpkin stuff out and and make something out of it, like the, yeah. you know, the insides. The you're you're going to gouge out a pumpkin and eat eat its insides. <laughs> like you know the what's the I don't know the proper name of the stuff inside of the pumpkin. It's it's a pumpkin. It's a it's a squash. It, it doesn't have the it's just the squash inside it's a pumpkin filling but so, is it, the seeds this the fi- there we go the filling there we, we'll call it that because isn't the, the squash a, a different no anyway. pumpkin's a squash a pumpkin's a squash is it's it? a fa- yeah because it grows on the ground and it has a vine it's a squash it's the same thing as like um well squashes i don't actually know different <laughs> names of squashes I try to think of what I'm like. I don't. I don't know. It is a squash. Pumpkin's a squash. A pumpkin's a squash. Okay. And on that note. Anyway, on that note, um, where can we find you at? I am at Alex and Nobody on Instagram. Also on TikTok, I'm Alex and Cheddar. I also run the TikTok account for the podcast, The First Ones to Die, where I put little clips of the show, and you know, make little fun TikToks because that's where I spend my life right now. What about you? You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can follow us at the first ones. You follow us at the first ones to die um, on any social media platform. You can email us the first ones to die at gmail.com. Please rate us five stars. Give us a review on whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe as well. 
And unlike Damn. Jonathan's rating with Malcolm Marie, please keep us at five stars and all positive <laughs> reviews if can. Don't gradually like over the months just look like we couldn't we couldn't find a way to fit into the show, so I was like, let me slip that in real quick. We have to. Hey, it's I, got, I found point. a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> in the final seconds. Got it. All right. Um, I would say happy Halloween, but we still got a couple more weeks to go till Halloween. So happy fall. Happy fall. Happy. Spooky Autumn season. heart of his what? Yes. what? I said spooky. I said happy oh, sp- spooky season. Oh, it sounded like you said squeezing. All right. Oh. Well, bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>